start with a Ha'ora from the Sefer Teres of Rome. Teres of Rome was Rabbi Rob Grzitzki, who was the last Mashkiach of Slobodsky Yeshiva in Europe. He was killed by the Nazis in Mashbom. Mm-hmm. Also, somewhat well, better known to us possibly through his sons in law, Rabbi Kreisworth, Revolba, and Rabbi Yaman Kamenetsky. So, that's, those names may be, may be more familiar than. than <laughs> so, Teres of Rome has a Ha'ora. If we look at Sefer Shmois, which is labeled by the Ramban as Sefer HaGaula, uh, um, okay, just as a Mimer Musker, the, I, I just find it fascinating. This is totally a Mimer Musker. I just, I just find it fascinating that the, the Latin names of the that they give to the five Chamashim are much more on target with, with how Chazal and the, the saw the swarm than the way we call them Bereisha Shmois, where you give them the Dvorim, they just take a word, etc. But the Mishatara is the way Chazal referred to the Dvorim, that's called in Latin Deuteronomy. Deutero is two and Nomi is law, it's the second law, Mishatara. Chamesha Bakudim, it's the book of, of, of the countings, numbers. Leviticus is the laws of the, of the Levites, is Tarskahanim. Sefer Gula is Exodus, and Sefer Yitzir is, is Bereshis, so which is Genesis. So it, it's called Exodus for a reason. Um, so it's called Sefer, Sefer Hagula. So Ramban points to the Sefer, the Sefer Hagula, and he explains that you know it's obvious to us when we talk about being first to Sefer Hagula. So said Parshas. Parsha Shmoy starts the process. Moshe Rabbeinu comes to Paro, then Veira and Bo. Obviously, the, the, we have the 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 the, the, the Makas, and the actual you'd see in Parsha's Bo. We have a Kriyas Yamsuf, and finally Klaisel comes to Matan Torah, which is Moshe Rabbeinu was told that that's the purpose of the whole you'd see it. Ramban grapples with um, why are the the parshas of the of the bin, the Malachas of Mishkan of the Binyan of Mishkan why are they in, included in Sefer Shmois? Uh, I think I mentioned this to you once that logic mm-hmm. would be that they should really be connected to Sefer Vayikra. Mishkan really is 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 the vehicle for the Karbanis, and since Sefer Vayikra is the, is the Sefer of the Karbanis, we would sort of either put, if for whatever reason the Mishkan belongs. In Sefer Shmois, so the Kabbalists, which are part of the Mishkan, will also belong in Sefer Shmois. And if you tell me the main point is the Kabbalists, so then all of the story of the Mishkan belongs in Sefer Vayikra. But why do we divide it that we have that um, the the Binyan of Mishkan and the, and the last the last pasuk in Sefer Shmois ends off that the Kodesh Hashem is Malay as a Mishkan. We don't read it in these in these terms. Um, so Moshe Rabbeinu can't the the uh, says the last parasha he couldn't go in because of the the onion which was there and when you Moshe the Russian called him in and and and, and, and called him in so Vayikra really is a total hemshik of that last pasuk of Sefer of Parshas Pekude of the, the last pasuk in which Moshe couldn't come in until the Russian called him in. So, like, here's where you here's where you stop. Cut the story. She says that the gula is only completed when the klaisol goes back to milas of the mila of the abbas. We're not going to totally redeemed if we go back to where we were. 
we know by the obvious that the the onan of Hakadosh Baruch Hu dwelled over their their in their in their oil. There was the there was there was there that Kaiso has now come back to that madrego, and the psukim talk about that the onan is there, and uh, and then we've finished the process of gula. Now, what do you do with that? Is Vayikra with the Karbonis. That's how he, he understands it. So Rav Ram just has the Ha'ara that the first half of, of, of Parsha Shmois, um, which is the Shibud, um, what exactly is its role vis-a-vis Geula? So you can, very, I mean, you can say it's the backdrop which allows Geula. You can't have Geula until you have the opposite of the, of the Geula. The Ramina was told that um, um, so we have, as it were, a gray area. If the if if the first sefer is sefer yitzira, so sefer yitzira is the creation of the world. It's also the obvious because they act as the the root and the foundation of klal yisrael. So they are an element of yitzira for klal yisrael. So Yosef is an extension. Yosef is, is, is seen to be an extension of Yaakov. He's also somebody like an Av. Klaus is called Hashem Yosef. Hashem is Yosef. Klaus is called Hashem Yosef. So he's also when Yosef dies, Yitzira is ended. Capital Gimel where Moshe Rabbeinu was called Gula starts, and there's two capitals in the middle, which you know we got to fit him in somewhere, so we stick him in over here. Um, you have in the you have in the Haggadah that you don't understand the, the, the Shabbach unless you have the contrast to what was. Okay, it says unless unless you could argue that there's something maybe there's something more to the role of the, the Shibud in the Gula itself. <coughs> okay. Moshe Benu plays the role of the individual which is designated to be the, the person is going to be the, the one who takes Christ out of Mitzrayim. The Ramam says that Moshe Benu was specifically created for that purpose. The Ramam used the Lashon that Moshe Benu, the Russian created Moshe and he sent him. Which means Moshe Benu was created in a, in, in a way which was different than the average person that he was able to do this role. And, and the Russian sent him. Now, Mashrabeno has. We see Mashrabeno playing many roles. Uh, he is the individual which is going to be the, the who's going to be the take Christ out of Mitzrayim. He's going to be going to be the vehicle between Christ and Hashem of Matan Torah. And those are two different roles. I mean, I, originally, the the the, the, the was going to was going to be. Directly from Kadosh Baruch Hu to Klal Yisrael, Moshe Rabbeinu had no role in that. He wasn't the the individual who was through him the Torah was given. His job was the Gula. The Russian was going to give the Torah. The Russian gave the Torah. But the Maaseh Moshe Rabbeinu plays this role at the end of being play, playing that in, that intermediary between Klal and Kadosh Baruch Hu for the sin of the Torah, both Shasmat and Torah, and later on by the Russian Moshe Lay more. Russian spoke to Moshe. Moshe then went in, in the oil moyed. But it's still through through Moshe Rabbeinu, not not direct to Klai Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu then played the role of 
demanding of Klai Yisrael in the Midbar, which that clearly, quote unquote, wasn't the role that was given to him because Klai was supposed to, wasn't supposed to stay in the Midbar. They were supposed to go into Eretz immediately. Um, he would have played some role in Eretz Yisrael, whatever that, as the leader of Klai Yisrael. So we we see, let's say, for argument, take three distinct roles from Moshe we have the role that he's the, the, the Goyol, that he's the Shliach for Nasina Satara, and he is the Manag of Kleisel in the, in the Midbor. We, we, get a, we get a story. The Torah gives us Mashabin's biography, which means that the, the, the Torah wants to describe. Mashabinu to help us understand how he's to fulfill these roles. Um, so the psukim say that 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 So they saw Rashi says that the whole house came full of aura. So I mean, he definitely was born in your, in your unique way. That's one thing we need to know about Mashabinu. You, know, you read the, the biography, the Vilna and they tell you like you know when he was, you know. Uh, he was two years old. He was ready, you know, knew all of Alabes, and he's ready learning Chumash, etc., etc. So, good. The first thing you know, he's, he's a, he was a wonder child. So, Mashabena was born, the house is full of art. We have, uh, we have the whole story of, of, of Bashar, and then he's taken to, 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 to be raised in base power. So, the Benesha says, to, to be the individual is going to be the the uh, the the, the of Klayusel, the manik of Klayusel. He needs to learn tachsisay malucha. He needs to learn how to act as a melech. What better place to teach him how to do that in, in the case of in the house of the melech itself? So he's raised in the house of the melech. So Meshur Benu goes out. So the the Rashi. Touches on it. The Medrash talks about it more strongly. Moshe chose to leave the palace to go out to see what was happening with them. So says, He focused on them, and uh, the, we're presented with the story of the the, the Ish Mitzri, etc. The Medrash says that Moshe came to Paro and he he convinced Paro. To give Christ a day off, <coughs> Shabbos. They didn't have to work on Shabbos. Um, through Moshe Benu's, he said that if you don't give it to him, uh, to them, that they can't survive with this pressure that they have. They won't be able to survive. They're going to they're going to wear out. You get better. You get better work out of them if you give them a day off. His commander was to give give them uh, a chance to rest a little bit. Okay. Um, then we have Moshe has to run away. He comes to, to Midian, and there's again there's somebody who's in a difficult situation. And Moshe steps up. The matter says that which passes is going on the sign of the the um, the daughters of Yisrael. Says Vayakam Moshe Yoshion with a nun at the end, Mayashka Tsunom, he didn't say Tsunon. Right? He said, referring to the, he, 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 he actually gave water to all of the, all of the Royam also, besides the, 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 the Benos Yisrael, good, good politics, right? 
if you want to, you came into this place, you're a total stranger, and you step in, you said some people, like, you know, and the, 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 he's with Manuga for a reason, and you're a stranger, you're running away, you're, you're a fugitive, you're a stranger, and you run to the, you come in, you're saying, you keep a low profile. No, no, no. He steps in. They're going to, you know, like, where are you coming from? What are you doing? Why are you here? Ah, the story. Yeah? Well, we'll send you back to Mitzrayim, you know, like, that they don't like that he's coming in and in, in getting involved in their internal conflicts. So he caught that as well. And he asked him, he, he was able to, he did for them as well. Okay. So we're given, the Torah is describing the biography of Moshe Rabbeinu. The purpose of that is to understand why he's going to be the individual chosen to be the one who's going to take Klai's out of its right. Mashbeno had a second role, which is Matan Torah. He's going to be the. He's going to end up being the individual through which him. He's the vehicle that Torah is given to Klaus. So, within the the uh, understanding of the, the person who's the guy Yisrael, we understand this person. He cares about. He cares about them. He goes out. He reaches out to them. He gets involved, even though it's it's it's, it's, not, it's not comfortable. It's not safe, but he does it anyway. Those are all things which make a lot of sense to, to, to be the person who's the manic of of, of, of Klayosol, to be the person who's going to be the goyal and and ha, take Klayosol out of its source, yes. To be the one who's going to be the nice and atara, at first glance, we don't necessarily see that how this would be descriptive of why Moshe Rabbeinu, what was special and unique about Moshe Rabbeinu, that he could be the individual who's able to be the one who can give, through him, the Torah can be given. The Misha says in Ovis that there are Memches to Borim Shatar Niktis Mehem. And um, and it's an interesting mixture of different types of things. Some of them we, we, we do not take great effort to understand why those are something which would, would, would be beneficial for, for understanding of, of of absorbing Torah, being kind of Torah. So that Talmud, Shmias Oizen, Marich Sasai, Minas Aleib, Sichas Aleib, etc. Be'ema Be'yir, Be'anova, Be'simcha, Be'tahara, Shim Shulchamim, Diktu Chaberim. We get that. Okay? Mikra, Mishnah, Mitzchara, talking about other things, Amun Shulchamim. Then we get involved in um, that a person is. He's Ohu Ivis a Mokim Ivis a Brius Ivis a Stokas, Meshorim, Techochus, Noisibolim Haveroi, Machil Chasus, Mamidola Emes, Midola Sholom. So then, then, Messiah will deal with Hamudai, Sharlameshiv. Like, so it's, it's, the flow of the mission is very interesting. We go from things which are, we see a direct connection to them to the world of learning. To things which are the meters, which might be in some way <coughs> help the process of learning. The person has a manira, he has a nova and a simcha, he has tahara. Those things, having those things, will allow him to be able to uh, be macabre from others, give over to others appropriately, etc. Then we get ones which seem to be that they they're that, that's, that, uh, that seems to be. Um, He's Oivis a Mokum, he's Oivis a Brius, Oivis a Sokus, he's Nasibal Machavero, Makri Lachavskus, Mamira, Mamira Lasholem, and then Misashal Diva, but Tamurai, 
Sharlameshiv, Shemeya Moisiv. Okay. He sort of go back to things which are, are directly Torah connected, learning learning connected. So simply, I want to just focus on, on the midah of Noisah Bolam Chaver. So Noisah Bolam Chaver, the Marah when he says over here, he sees that this, these four Noisah Bolam Chaver, Makir Lechavshus, Mamidol Emes, Mamidol Shalom are really one unit. He sees these four as one unit. Um, Rashi says over here by Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu was Nosr Balaam Chaveroi. He was not an enemy, but at least Meitzer, Daigo Meitzer Aleim. So, this is, this is the definition of Nosr Balaam Chaveroi. That I share your burden. It doesn't say I necessarily lighten your burden. I don't have a way to lighten your burden. But I just share it with you. So Moshe Rabbeinu did not in any way really diminish their burden by going out and being he felt bad for them. Right? We have this one individual he saved, etc. But, you know, so he, he, so say he took off his royal garments and he put his shoulder to the, to the task as well. So he helped you know, one Jew, ten Jews, twenty Jews. I mean, there's, there's millions of Yidden working. If you do the, do the math, the the amount of people which are working, because I'll say, you know, that one fifth came out. See, if you argue, leaving out the women and the children for a second, you know, 600,000 men between the ages of 20 and 60, you had men younger than that, people older than that, because I don't think the Mitzrayim gave retirement rights at the age of 60, right? So let's say, argument's sake, I don't know, let's say a million, there's a million, so there's five million Jews working, right? One million came out, four fifths stayed behind. There's another matter that says it was 150th. So there's 50 million Jews which are working. Moshe Rabbeinu helped five of them. Ah, Kavaldik. That wasn't the point. The point wasn't that he they diminished the burden, that he cared. He was nice to bowl. I mean, it doesn't mean, doesn't mean that you change it, it's just that you care. Showing that you care, that is already an accomplishment. Um, and that we see in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that this is part of the one, the, one of the elements which a person needs to be cut at her. The child is why. How do we understand that? Rav Rom, in the, in the Tars of Rom, I'm going back to that that first point, he says the following. There's a Morrison Hedron. The Morrison Hedron says that there's a, there's a discussion between Antoninus, the Roman Emperor Antoninus, and Rebbe. Antoninus asked Rebbe, at what point in the, the development of, the, of, a, of, a, of a child, which is being born, does the Yitzhahara enter into the child? And the question was, is it Bishas Yitzira, the time when the child is conceived? Or is it Bishas Yitzira, when the child leaves the mother and, and comes out to this world? So Rebbe said, it's Bishas Yitzira. The Yitzhahara is, 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 is an intrinsic, integral part of the the being, he goes in with Shas Yitzira. So Zina said back, he'll be he'll kick through and come out. Um, so Rebbe said, you're right, it's only when it's Shas Yitzira, and that's Shat Nepasach, the Pesach, that the Yitzhahara is waiting, the Pesach, to the, after Pesach of the Rechem, then the Yitzhahara is waiting. That's the Gemara. So let's see let's him is burning in this Gemara. So the Yitzhahara comes to the, this child, if the Yetzirah would be in the child from the time he's here, and he says, you know, let's go. Let's kick out of here and get out. 
So the Yitzhar has some sales pitch. What's the Yitzhar sales pitch? says, it's better out there, because I'll say that's not true, the Moranita says, that he, he recalls Yarchi Kedem, the months of your says, where's the time, it's only months and not years, the, the nine months of the child is in his mother's stomach. Because I'll say, there's no, there's no point in time in a person's life that he's shari b'tayba, he's in, in such good, such goodness, as he is during those nine months. He has ability to see from Sebel Hatsafai, he learns Kol Terkula, all of his needs are taken care of, he right, doesn't do anything, so there's no point in a child's life better than during those nine months so the Yitzhar can't sell them it's nicer outside because it's not okay now what happens when the child comes out so he dies because he's not ready to come out yet so, the, so let's understand the Yitzhar itself he starts to listen to it. over here it's wonderful there's nothing better like this if you go out you're going to die let's go the guy says yeah let's go like, so what's, what's the Yitzhar selling so Yitzhar is selling independence it's a selling not to be confined. We have a, we have our version of this in an extreme way. You have like you know a, a, we'll call it a, a rebellious teenager, you know, which you'll ha- you, you can ha- this conversation takes place all the time. You know, the, the parent tells the child or the re- the, the rebbe or the, the the authority figures tells the child not to do something. He says, "Listen, if you wouldn't have told me not to do not to do it, I would I would I would have done it because not good for me. But now you tell me I'm gonna do it just to show you don't you can't tell me what to do." Right? That's the stupidest thing in the world, right? That's exactly what this Yitzhar is. Yeah, it's horrible out there. I'm going to die. But don't make me be confined that I can't go out there. I want to go wherever I want to go. But what the Gemara is saying is this is such a basic Yitzhar that this, this sales pitch will resonate with this child who sees we said on He sees clarity. He sees the world clear, clearly. There's something which Chazal refers to as Yudei Rabbeinu Miskabel Nimrabbeinu. Like, Yudei Rabbeinu doesn't mean, you know, he has book knowledge. It means it's such a Yudei. Which means he has an intimate understanding that the Barashim is, is the master. So what do you mean that the person has an intimate understanding that the Barashim is the master? And, he, and he's Miskabel Nimrabbeinu. I totally understand it. I, I get it. I, I intuit it. It's clear to me in every which way. And I don't want because this was the case about Amorishan. Amorishan's ch- challenge was that Amorishan saw Kaddish Baruch with a clarity which nobody else ever got that clarity. He was the Yitzhir Kapov. He sees the Kaddish Baruch clearly that, every, that he belongs totally to Kaddish Baruch And he says, I want to be Kelukim. I want to be like God. God has independent existence. He has intrinsic existence. I want that too. I want to have my own existence because our most basic need is to exist. We want to feel that we exist. People, you know, build these memorials for themselves because we don't want to. We don't want to be not as if we never existed, right? Don't forget us, right? Person feels like you know nobody notices that nobody cares if I'm here or not, and they commit suicide because like nobody cares that I'm here. Like, why is it told me somebody? I want to feel that, that I ha- I'm here, that I'm that I. So I get it from these people who tell me that I'm here. Well, nobody tells me so. I'm not here, so might as well get out of it ready. The Yitzhar comes to the and he says, he can't sell the Mauritian, right? he doesn't sell him on um, any other argument other than, you will have your own existence. The reality is, it's the opposite. When you submit, you become part of a Kashborch, a Kashborch is intrinsic existence. When you don't, 
you cause death. You lose existence. But the Yitzhak comes along and says, I don't when you make your own decision, you decide what to do, you then are real. If you go back to your teenager, you ask him what he's, that's what he'll be telling you. Klaisel needs to be Mechabal Torah. The purpose of Geula is not freedom. Right? The halal the, the that we say, celebrating it says in Sarim, is halal avde Hashem. As I'll say, we used to be avde power, now we're avde Hashem. The goal isn't, the goal is not to be free, the goal is to be avde Hashem. So Geula is becoming avde Hashem, <coughs> we have a problem. Jews are as, because also the as Shabbat it's the most brazen of all the <coughs> It's, it's, the, it's the nation which refuses to submit the most. So how do you make Kabbalah Torah? Put them through Shiva Mitzrayim. Put them through a process of learning to accept the yoke. And in that training process of learning to accept the yoke of Paro, maybe they'll be able to then transfer it and say, we'll accept the yoke of Akadosh Baruch So Geul is impossible without the process of Klaisel going through, going through Avdus. Because Geul is... The, that forging that relationship with the Mishkan and the Klayasil means Klayasil and Kosh become one. They cannot do that if they can't submit. They're learning to submit over here. So, and he doesn't say that, same that you know, they've been as you know, accuses Klayasil of a slave mentality. That's not a negative thing. We needed to learn the slave mentality. We needed to learn the mentality of being Avod. So there's a process where a person puts himself the goal is to focus on oneself. So Rebdesra sees that the, 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 the economy of the world is it's divided between givers and takers. Taker is that one of the person is I, I am and therefore I have a right to get and I want to take to myself. But to be assertive, the starting point is this Nakuda of I I. Uh, the Nebuchadnezzar um, writes that the that Gaiva is the via voice of all of the all of the Midas Rose because Nebuchadnezzar in in the um, he has a section between the Shorim and a section called Prokim. <laughs> so in the Prokim he writes that 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 Gaiva is the via voice of all the Tumim, and he doesn't explain why. But I think if I can put my two cents into what he think I think he means all the Midas. All the Midas rows start with the word I. I'm angry. I want. Right? It always starts with the word I. So before you get to the other Midas, you have to start with there's, there's some, something about me which I, I have a right to have expectations, I have a right to demand, I have a right to get. It's all about me. It starts with the word I. And then you get to the next step. Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, his his two epitaphs, which we have from him, he's uh, that he's Adam called Adam, and his his final title when the Russian comes after Moshe Rabbeinu's nifty comes to Yeshua, and he's now saying, okay, Moshe died. He doesn't say Moshe died. He says Moshe Avdi Mace. Moshe is my heaven. So. The definition of Moshe is he was able to reach the Madrag of total submission. Oh, that Madrag of total submission started here by Bignas Bolam Khaver. 
Yisrael Mesel B'chamerah doesn't mean that I empathize. Is that I learn to see the world through your eyes. And when I see the world through your eyes, of course I'm going to empathize. But Sabishlama, that um, I can empathize with somebody else's difficulties. So that's a difficult thing. So something which I've experienced myself or something similar to it, I can sort of extrapolate. I know what it feels like if it happened to me, so I can probably imagine you're going through the same feelings. So I understand how bad that feels, so I empathize with you. A person goes through experience that I've never experienced. The person who's rich, is was born in the lap of luxury, he is doesn't really understand what poverty is. No, he sort of intellectually understands that they're poverty, you don't have what you need. But the emotions... What it means to be impoverished and not know where, where your food is coming from, not sure you're going to have where to live, and you're worried about the safety of your children and, and what's going to be, and the feeling of being crushed, the, the emotions of being crushed, that I'm a nobody, I'm, 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 I'm not successful, and people look down on me. All those emotions, he has no idea. He never, never experienced that. So how's he supposed to empathize with Nazareth and Chaveri? He doesn't get it. So, how, so what do you want from us? Nazareth and if, there, if we would argue that there are let's say for argument's sake there are a thousand different experiences a human being can experience in their lifetime different type of challenges and the average person gets 50 of them so how is he supposed to empathize with the, with, the, with, the, with the person who gets number 724 I never experienced that and, but they're saying that you're supposed to be able to do that because if I can learn to see the world through your eyes so that I can, that I can see it I can understand your emotions so I'm seeing it as you would see it well, how do you do that when you take the Ani out of the picture, you can see somebody else. Um, the belt says, you know, the difference between a window and a mirror, the only difference between a window and a mirror is it says there's, there's the, the silver on the back of it. You put the Kesef on the back of it, so then you see yourself. When you take the Kesef out of it, you see somebody else. I, I'm just seeing you as a reflection of me. So Revolve has a fascinating thing he has in, in, in Ali Shur Kalebez. He starts up with the meat of Kesef, so he says the, the first homework he gives to the to the Chabura is not to do anything. Just spend two weeks understanding people's needs. He says they come back after two weeks and so they give a report, he says. And basically people reported that everybody else basically has needs which mirror their own. He says, you didn't get it. You didn't understand somebody else. You just basically took yourself, reflected yourself off all these people, and assumed that they have the same feelings as you. So you're not understanding somebody else, you're understanding yourself. And assuming everybody else is just like you. That's not chesed. That's not, that's not the foundation of the chesed of the Torah. The Torah, every mitzvah, every mitzvah, the, the Baruch Hashanah, the Haggah, everything which the Torah is in, in, inculcating into us is to address all of the different experiences of mankind. So I want to understand, what is the Torah... Being mechazic over here, teaching over here, addressing over here. Well, the Torah is addressing a thousand different experiences, and I only had fifty. So how, do I, how, how can I, I understand Torah? I don't get it. I don't understand Torah. I understand uh, uh, this little window of how Torah applies to me, because you know I, I see how the Torah has helped me, how it's affected me, how it's changed me. So I'm, I'm not. I'm not just. You know, I have the knowledge of information of the Torah, that's the Chachmah. 
I have Bina, which means I understand the, the Lomdis and I can apply it to the Tzibur but I have Das. Das means that I become Mishachid. Rashi says that the notion of the, the, being together in an intimate way is called Das. means it's an intimate understanding. It's not just I, 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 I get it intellectually. I really get it. So it means my, my whole being connects to it. That's Das Torah. That my whole being connects. So how do you get Das Torah? How can you connect to something which you have no idea what talking about? You can read about it, you can you understand it intellectually, but it's not Das. What I've experienced, I see how the Torah affects me and mechazik me and helps me and impacts me, changes me. I, Mamash, I get it in my bones. That's Das. What about everything else? Well, it depends. If you see the world through everybody's eyes, all of the eyes of the world, and you're able to take yourself out of the picture and see the world as they see it, you understand all of the experiences of the world. And you understand how the Torah addresses all those experiences. But if you're stuck within your own Daladamas, you don't get the Torah. Mashabeno is going to be the individual who's going to be the who's going to be the vehicle to give Torah to every member of Klayasra. Mashabeno is, is is given the meat of Noisabal and Khaber. Or he's he he's develops in himself the meat of Noisabal and Khaber. That's going to mean means he's able to see the world from their vantage. Then he's able to see the Torah from their vantage point as well. So the, the Medrash says that Moshe Beinu, when he was in Har Sinai, was given to understand every Hiddish that will ever be in Scottish by any Barbe Rab, any individual, any yeshiva, from Mount Torah till Mashiach. Moshe Beinu was taught it in Har Sinai. So you're Mechavan to Gavaldi Gavort and says, Wow, Mamash, nobody ever said this before. That's not true. Moshe Beinu was heard, heard in Har Sinai. And your goal is not to be Mechavan to something nobody heard. Because that's really not good. You want to have something that somebody did hear. Moshe Rabbeinu heard it before. Right? Because if you come with something Moshe did not hear before, it's, it's not good. So how's that shaykh? How can Moshe Rabbeinu... What, what, what should a person with Kaddish have worked? Right? Well, you know, Moshe, he's smarter. No, he's not smarter. Right? The Moshe made each person unique because that gives them their window of understanding, their insight, and their way to cop this point of Torah. They cop a message which nobody else cops because their unique vantage point allows them to see it. Moshe Rabbeinu copped that already before. I, I is not that person. The answer is he doesn't be that person. He's able to see the world through, the, through their eyes as well. <coughs> so the Mishnah says that the you want to be kind of Torah, the Torah is yours. So then we flip it on, we call what's called Das Torah, that the person, when he speaks, he's speaking with authority of Torah because the Torah is his. Without Nasir al you can't do that. I have to see the world, see how you understand. So I think that, that the point over here, that when we're describing Moshe Rabbeinu, giving his, the Torah is giving his, his, us his credentials, why he deserves to be the Goyal Yisrael, we're giving him his credentials, why he has to, how he could be the person who's to be the Nois in the Torah. Because it's the same credentials. If anything, maybe it's even more important for, 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 for Mount and Torah than it is for Gula. The Moshe Rabbeinu Pachet sits in, sits in his palace and he cops the pain of somebody. He cops what it means that a person is is impoverished and, and enslaved. I mean, you don't get it. There's a nothing ain't no v'liboy. He put his eyes and his heart. He saw, but he absorbed it into his heart. He understood it. He got it.
Um, my wife and I did a um, lettuce seed program. Or not lettuce, but uh, dealt with another couple um, to Dayton, Ohio. Nineteen. I'm gonna say 93, 1994. I'm not sure because that went two years. So the rub over there was this young, this Balchuba, brilliant fellow, Tamachachim, small kahila. He had, you know, he was he was doing outreach and he was really connecting people, etc. Beautiful. And he asked us if we were willing to do a session on Shalom Bayis. I said, okay, why not? We'll do a session on Shalom Bayis. So when we get there, we see like uh, the, uh, the the whole way he had built it. So it was going to be at this new this neophyte room couple in their fancy neighborhood, you know, the, with all of all of their young friends who are not from yet coming. And the title of the, the the session was "Love Jewish Style." Everything you wanted to know, a free will discussion about everything you wanted to know about love, dating, and marriage. My wife and I look at each other and says, you know, one second. This is, we're from Tel Shiva. This is not exactly what we expected. This young couples, you know, not from discussing, free will discussion about love, dating, and marriage. So we decided that the best defense is a good offense. Mm-hmm. We better have a very clear goal of what we want to do with this before we start. And we should take control of the crowd. So when we, we got there, what we did was we gave everybody an index card and a pencil like 15 people, something like that. And we said, okay, you know, you go to the store and they have these little cards that say happiness is. And it says dot, dot, dot. And it says something on the bottom, you know, a, a warm cocoa on a hot day, you know, like, you know. It says, okay, everybody fill in the blank. Marriage is. And we gave everybody a few minutes to fill in the blank, the cards, marriage is. And we went around, we collected the cards, and we read the answers. And we gave our, then we gave our answer. It says, marriage is an opportunity to become a no saint. Because if the world was all about givers and takers, so a booker, his focus basically is, is, is self-focused. Uh, even the dating process is fascinating to me. The dating process is a booker goes to the dating process looking for what's good for him and what he would want and how he wants to build his home. It's, it's, it's all this word I. And he gets married, all of a sudden he has to take care of somebody else and think about somebody else. It's, it's a, it's a to- totally different direction. Like, you know, all my goals are what I want and what I, 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 no, no, drop all of that. Forget it, my friends. It's a, but what, but what, what are you giving? What are you giving? So the most difficult thing to give is your mind. Now, most of our thought processes go along the lines like this. Listen, you know, we're, we're humble, and, you know, we, so we don't know everything, etc. But deep down, we believe we probably understand it more, better than the, than the person across from us. So they have a discussion, you know, and the, the wife's all emotional, and the husband's all logical, or vice versa, depending on some, you know, some matter of the opposite, right? The thing that, you know, I hear you, but the mice, logically, it doesn't make sense what you're saying. So, I, you know, I, I say nice things about, yeah, I understand your emotions, you know, but deep down, you're wrong, right? Because I see the world in the logical way. That's not marriage. Marriage is when you learn to see the world through somebody else's eyes and, and realize that maybe they're seeing the world correctly. Maybe the right way to see the world is through emotions, not through logic. Hecate is through logic. Who told you? Because it's, it's more logical. That's called, that's called circular reasoning. I'll prove to you it's important to see the world through logic because it's more logical. 
But how do you know the logic of the correct way to see the world? Maybe the correct way to see the world is through through uh, feelings. Because it's not logical. Uh, that's if we admit to ourselves, it's, 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 it, we are we are as, as illogical as the other person because mehechatesi. Well, because it makes more sense to me. Oh, good. So the bottom line, it makes more sense to you. So it's all about how you see the world. Like you're you're God's the final gift to mankind about how, the right way to see the world. Really, there's somebody else who sees the world who's just as valid or more valid than you. So, Mama, you have to give away the most basic part of your being. You're giving away to somebody else. You're saying it's not about not it's not. My my being, my understanding, my independence, and I'm giving it to somebody else because that's our most basic de- definition of ourselves is is us and the, our our experiences and our understanding defines how we see something. And now the says, "No, no, you got it all wrong." So of course we 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 resist it. And the Russian says, "I want to give you somebody who's going to do that for you, twenty four seven, three sixty five, constantly." push you to make you understand this. so now you, you have a child so there's the parents who their thought is like, I get the world my kid doesn't get the world and let me explain it to them. I love my children I'm like help them understand the world then the parent says you know what maybe my kid is see something that I don't see maybe he's smarter than me maybe he cop something I don't cop maybe even if, yes or no but let me see how he's seeing it and seeing why it's difficult for him to accept what I'm saying let me get into his eyes well, where'd you learn to do that? With your wife. Because now you can do it with your kids. So that's called, that's what it means, I get to see the world through somebody else's vantage point. Then I can, I, can, I can truly connect to them. And I can truly teach them. Then I can do it as part of a community. As part of a Klayasur. As part of the world. Because I, I can see where the other person is coming from. Our society is, uh, at this point, is, is the total antithesis of this reality. Right, you, you you have conversations which are two monologues all the time because the person doesn't see the other person. The person don't see the, where the person is coming from. They don't. They can't admit there's possibly another way to see something. <coughs> and and they, of course they have the echo chamber which allows them to be convinced that they're right. And that's it. It's horrible. There's 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 no growth. There's no expanding your horizons. It's not expanding. It's so Torah is a vehicle is to teach you to understand the, all of the different ways of seeing something and how we would have to learn with Harusa. Learning Harusa is the most wonderful thing in the world. Revolver writes that the you know Bakram cannot work should not work on Gaiva. Because they need Gaiva. They shouldn't like try and pre- to suppress their Gaiva because they need Gaiva. They believe that they're going to accomplish it. So they have to, you know, really have a certain amount of deus. I'm going to accomplish something. I'm going to accomplish something. Otherwise, you know, you're just, you're like, why, why try, you know? You start doing the, you start doing the, the, the math, you know. You know, there's 100,000 yeshiva bachim out there. Like, I'm going to become like the big one and really know something, really? I mean, <laughs> who are you kidding? No, 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 but I'm, I'm special. I'm a guy, but, you know. That's what Jewish mothers are for. Like, you know, we mentioned, like, you know, like, you know to tell you why you're wonderful so that if you can believe in yourself. Except you can't have gaiva. You, it's a horrible thing, gaiva. It says gaiva is addressed by, you know, we address gaiva by three things. It says address gaiva in tefillah. Tefillah is a whole, the whole process of tefillah is lowering oneself, recognizing you're not as close broker as it. When you see a godal and your bavatal, your das to him, he says, I'm learning with the harusa, which is maybe the most most relevant. He says, You're learning with the harusa. 
I mentioned this before. You learn through Rusa, so you know you you have your pshat, and he has his pshat. You go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Not just screaming each other. You, you, you challenge it more. You ask questions. You bring rayas. You bring proofs. You bring rayas and proofs, and you answer, etc. After now, you realize that he's right. So what do you say? I hear. I hear. Say, Baruch Hashem. Now we know pshat the Gemara. Thank you very much. It's teaching pshat the Gemara. because well, it's about me. That's I, I can't say you're right. I can't get the words out of my mouth. It's like, too painful. So I can say I hear. No, okay, you know. It says that's where you work in your guy. It says, yes, you're going to resist the rights. It's entirely small means. To work with the because the mean of gift. The gift means intense fighting, intense passion. I see my shot the Gamora. I see why I'm right. You ask me Kasha, I work to figure out I don't say, okay, I hear a Kasha, I'm stuck. Then you say, no, I can, I can I come up with the terrorists. Meanwhile, I clarify the point a little bit better. You challenge me again, so I clarify it a little better. You ask another question, I realize certain points I have to, I have to modify, I have to remove, I have to, and we keep getting closer and closer to the emmas. We go on this for hours and hours. Eventually, I realize that you're right. You say, Baruch Hashem, thank you so much for teaching me, teaching me the emmas of Torah, because my goal wasn't me; it was the Torah. So you say, thank you, I appreciate it so much. I'm so happy I have a Harusa who teaches me the emmas. We would have to learn because I'll say there's a, there's a punishment, there's a destruction for a person who doesn't learn because no man has all the answers. You need Badafka to do it in a way that somebody's going to challenge you and see it from a different vantage point and be, be minded you on the MS. So I learn, and as I'm talking to you, if I can learn to see that, you know, there's another way of looking at Gemara. Hey, one second, maybe he's right. I see what he's seeing. I see how his, what his angle is. I see that's the meat of Noisibel and Chaver. I can get into your mind, into your eyes, and see how you're seeing the Gemara from your understanding, where you're coming from. And then, then sometimes I can correct you. Sometimes you remind me of Amis. So that's on Haga, which we have daily. We have this on Haga, which Moshe Rabbeinu is giving. We're doing a, a different expression of that every time you live with the Harusa. It's an opportunity to learn to see the world through somebody else. Marriage is another opportunity. Interacting with the Chavah is another opportunity. I'll explain it. I care about it tremendously. I, I feel this pain. But I don't get what's bothering him, really. Uh, no, no, no. So it means you don't. You're still stuck on yourself. Uh, it's like Gualdi Madrega to get to, but it's a, it's a tremendous avoider. But this is the avoider which we need to Makabal Torah. Moshe Benel was the individual which the Raman says the Russian made him special that he was able to reach the Madrega of to be Bechobesi Neman, who that he's, he's the honor of Mikhal Adam, and therefore there's Pashat, he commands see every different facet of how the Torah is supposed to be understood from then till the, 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 of, the, of the days of the world. Every Talmud, the fourth, the Moshe Benu can see it from that, that person's angle as well. So he had all of Torah. He's able to give all of, all of Torah over to Klai Okay.